You're listening to Supervision with a Vision, where we discuss all things supervision. I'm your host, Sarah, professional counselor, marriage and family therapist, play therapist, eating disorder specialist, and cookie lover, with my co-host, Heather, marriage and family therapist, certified together in Texas counselor, a Texas transplant from California, and outdoor adventurer. Hi, welcome to Supervision with a Vision. Today, Heather and I are talking about The Illusion of Control, published in Psychology Today 2023. Heather, today we're talking about the illusion of control within counseling and supervision. And the first point in the article is that one of the pitfalls of this illusion of control is um, having a plan that is too specific. Right. And I think this applies so well to both supervision and counseling. If you are too rigid in your plan or you have an idea of like, this is session number four, so we should be doing this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. Well, one, your client or your supervisee may or may not even feel comfortable enough to bring what's really on the table if you're taking the over whole, and controlling the whole piece of it. There, yeah, there's not room for them to do right. maybe something else that might be needed. Right. But mm-hmm. then also, I think what happens when plan doesn't like hit what they need if that happens so if you have a supervisee that needs to talk about making a cps report that's pretty urgent that's like a top of the right you know pile Mm -hmm. that you need to talk about and if your plan is that today we're going to talk about ethics i you know Mm -hmm. so (laughs) you you're going to cross paths and you're not going to get done what needs to be done well i like the example you gave that you know week four this is what's accomplished there are some models of counseling that absolutely do that right um so what are some examples or what are times where you've tried to strike a balance and not be too specific in your plan i think that I probably go too far the other way where I'm a little bit too, like I don't have necessarily a plan that Mm -hmm. could be, I have to remind myself to stay on target with making sure, talking to supervisees about updates on the board, talking, like I always have to make myself a note of, here's the three things I need to bring to supervision this week, regardless of what they're talking about. Mm -hmm. And I think that applies to clients too. Week to week, they're coming in and talking about the things that have happened in their world, but it is our job to kind of keep that in I guess, the same uh, vein of going towards their goal, right? Mm -hmm. And if something shifts, then we need to shift what our goals are. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, hmm, I'm thinking more often that might happen to me in a counseling session versus supervision, Mm -hmm. where I'm maybe using, one of the examples would be child-parent relationship therapy. Right. And they, it is a 10, I think it's a 12-week model. I can't remember. I think it's 12 weeks, but it's 10 of that set um and it does i mean it has specific topics to cover it has specific handouts to give things like Mm -hmm. that um that that might be tricky sometimes striking the right balance between making sure that you follow those steps as well as making room for things that you can't plan for right um and supervision i think i mean maybe i'm i lean more in the direction that you do that sometimes i have yeah, some structure and sometimes not. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know which one. I I'm at, I I was going to say I don't know which one's better, but I think it has to do with your supervisee or your client. Right, right. Um, and supervision, something that I'll do that provides some structure, is that 
Um, one week out of every month, I have group supervision and, and all of my supervisees know that in group supervision, they need to bring a resource to share and a client to talk about. And we've gotten into a routine where we always start with the resources. Right. And it can be anything. It could be a book or a website or a training or mm -hmm. a uh, counseling activity, lots of different things. Um, but they know to expect that. And I think it keeps us on track a little right. bit, but also allows for um, some amount of time within that same hour where we can talk about other things as right. come up. Kind of like a scaffolding, like this is our outline. Mm -hmm. We know this is going to happen during group. Mm -hmm. And then their individual supervision time is a little bit more concrete to mm -hmm. what they need. Have you ever had a session or have you ever had a session that was uh, looking back, you went, yep, that was way too specific or structured or uh, rigid for the situation. I think um, when I've worked in different clinics, you know, mm -hmm. they have a curriculum they want you to use mm -hmm. or a different, you know, a different model that they approach everything with. And so I think I can see sometimes when I when I'm kind of, OK, this is week six and it says we're supposed to be talking about where we feel emotions in our body. Mm -hmm. I mean, I am pretty good at like trying to like tweak it a little bit so we get to that point at some time. But I mean, it yeah. really depends on what you're presented with. Um, I can think um, a handful of times I've been training a new therapist at a specific job, not as right. not being the supervisor, but I may be uh, the new coworker, mm -hmm. and I'm orienting them to where we work. Um, I can remember one time um, I'm helping a, a new hire at a hospital setting and we ran a lot of groups. Okay. And the, I think that specific day, the plan was that we would run a teen group and a latency group. So kids, okay. you know, yeah. probably 12 or younger. Mm -hmm. And well, I say younger, maybe like seven to 12, okay. something like that. And um, so we talked through where to lead the group, what, what the population mm -hmm. was, what were the supplies or materials that were available, what were some examples of things that the group had Good. done before. Right. Um, so in a hospital setting, it's an open group, meaning the people within the group members change pretty right. frequently. Right. And I remember we, we went through all of that. We led the groups. She co-led with me. And um, she, I think we, we took a break for lunch. And I come back and she is creating a group activity. Mm -hmm. And she has counted how many seven to 12 year olds there are and she's creating this very specific like she's making materials for these kids and um, these ages that's almost like specific. a craft right like cutting out right. pieces but it was not, not just in general i mean mm -hmm. i'm saying if there were four kids in that age mm -hmm. group at that day she was planning for those specific four kids oh, okay for the following day mm -hmm. <laughs> and i stopped her and said it looks like you're creating an activity for those kids maybe for tomorrow. And I want to stop you because we don't know what's going to happen. Right. Tomorrow. You don't know who tomorrow. I mean, the, some of them might be here, but some of them might not. And you might also have new, new right. kids. Um, and uh, she just looked at me blank and continued to do what she was doing. <laughs> and the next day, not one single one of the four that she was Oops. planning for was there. Oops. <laughs> um, and in fact, we had some, a handful, a little handful of new kids and they were all teenagers. Oh, 
So yeah, so her total her activity was absolutely not <laughs> useful and that day because right. I, I did also say, hang on to it. Right, you might and need you it again. Need, you right. can use it again, but um, she went through a lot of time and effort mm-hmm. to create that, and it just right. didn't work. Um, I can also think um, about times where in eating disorder treatment, maybe there's a plan that we're going to use something specific related to food and something else happens and, and you just mm-hmm. can't. Right. Like it just didn't work. You couldn't mm-hmm. get the supply you needed or. Well, like, um, I don't know, maybe uh, they had a really difficult week or mm-hmm. a really important family session and, um, you know, trying a new food that it's day is just not it's right. not on the table right you know it just wouldn't work for the situation That's a great example on, um that so sometimes it just doesn't happen right um our the next point in our article is wanting to control other people so when are some times in supervision or counseling that you might you or i or somebody might feel the pull to control um but it, it it's not really helping the counseling right. situation. Mm-hmm. I think that it probably, at least in my experience, probably happens a little bit more in supervision necessarily than it does in counseling, although it kind of goes both ways. But I think in supervision, because a lot of times if our supervisee is doing something that's not okay, that is our license. And so that is always in the back of my head. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I can think that I might get a little bit too like, wait, it had to go this way. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. I can pull back from that a little bit and go, okay, like, no, no rules were broken here. Mm -hmm, We can mm -hmm. still do it differently. Mm -hmm. But I think that's, for me, something I just think of all the time is like what my supervisees are doing, where they're working, who their clientele is, because something does go wrong. It's back on us. Yeah. So I think that dynamic is a little different than in a counseling dynamic. I feel like it's not as. I mean, I feel like there, we have maybe that, knee-jerk reaction or instinct but do you do something different no do you right i don't personally i mean i think that i sometimes argue with myself over this right uh, maybe in a supervision example maybe somebody's telling me about this session that they had and as they're telling me i'm in my head i'm going ding wrong ding Ding, wrong ding don't do that ding that's a problem ding and there's so many right that it feels like if we stopped and, and discussed or examined each one of those dings, it would be overwhelming. Mm-hmm. It would be frustrating for them. Um, but I also feel like, but I don't want to just let that moment go by and not no. have addressed. Nice. Um, that's kind of unusual or, mm-hmm. that, or, hmm, that's um, you know, whatever the right. issue was. Right. And not being able to give feedback in the moment is mm-hmm. tricky. So mm-hmm. you have to kind of weigh like, this is important. I want to tell you it because it does have longer term mm-hmm. effects. Um, so I, I think I, some, I said, I argue with myself over this, that I can catch myself feeling like not that it's a conscious thought. I want to control people, but I, I can catch myself feeling like I need to. Right to be helpful right or i need to in order to teach Mm -hmm. and um i don't think that it's productive right right you can just get in your own way yeah well i feel like they the person on the other end either the supervisee or the client feels like um they didn't get to express themselves right or they didn't get they didn't explain the full idea or how they felt in the moment because Mm -hmm. 
it was overshadowed by me wanting to make sure that they know how to report that abuse right. or something right. like that. I can see where that could come um, If you were feeling that, like, I'm wondering what you would do if you noticed you or maybe one of your supervisees was doing that, how you might keep that in check or how you might help them to see the value of you know less control just as you were saying that i'm just remembering a supervision i had not that long ago where my supervisee was very very um just needing it to for her session to go a certain way Mm -hmm. and it was Mm -hmm. um she works with children but then also works with families and she needed her she was going to plan the family she was trying to and I had reminded her the last two times that she had planned her family sessions to go a, se- a certain way, it kind of blew up in her face and she was mm. unprepared for what could come. And so I think as you were talking, I was like, oh, yes, I have seen that because mm-hmm. sometimes our perfectionism gets in the way mm-hmm. and want us to want it to be right or to make sure we tell the parents X, Y, and Z, you know, and mm-hmm. it doesn't always play out the way that we no. think <laughs> it needs to play out. Um, so the last point in the article is emphasizing embrace spontaneity Mm -hmm. um and i think this is hard for me sometimes but it is one of the things that i really like about counseling i was gonna say i think um it is something that maybe i've always liked kind of just in life but i think also it's a really good skill to have as a counselor Mm -hmm. to be able to look back and go oh that that whole session just did not go anyhow i thought it was gonna go nothing Mm -hmm. happened that i thought was gonna happen but Mm -hmm. you know this came out of it or i mean we talked about over planning for a group, but one of the ways that I embrace spontaneity is that if I am leading a group, I actually really like to lead groups and have activities that I bring to groups. Um, I will bring maybe certainly two, maybe even three mm-hmm. activities to a group that right. I could throw use, out and plan right. easily. So maybe I use one, even maybe an activity that I've used before that I really love and has worked mm-hmm. really well with groups. And I start out using it and give, uh, explain the activity to the group and it just falls flat. Right. And everyone's like, no. Right. No. They, just, they just don't get it or right. they finish it in a few minutes or it's not engaging to them for whatever mm-hmm. reason. And I mean, imagine if I wasn't able to be spontaneous and I just went, well, that's it for today. That was the whole group <laughs> in five minutes. Um, See you later. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> um, and so instead, I've got a handful of other options that I can right. play with. But even when I plan an activity, I build in ways to be spontaneous. So if I'm asking people to draw something, then I don't have in mind what that's going Which, to look like. Right. right. Mm-hmm. It could be however they choose to draw it with whatever they choose to draw it. If I mean, mm-hmm. you could share me, share the picture with me or not share the picture with right. me. or So there's a lot of flexibility even in the way that I might introduce mm-hmm. an activity. Um but yeah, I, I mean, I I also think I said this to a supervisee just recently that they were surprised at how something went or they were caught off guard by some a, something a client said. And I, that, I mean, I think it it shows a client your genuineness and, the, and your humanity mm-hmm. that we don't always know what's going to happen. Right. Or we don't know what someone might say. So they might say something and you might say, I did not expect you to say that. <laughs> right. That was not what I was thinking. Or that, um, you know. Um, or you surprised me. Right. Or wow, this is a whole new way to play this game. I've never done it like mm-hmm. this before. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I love that idea actually. But um when I play games with kids, 
I've started asking them what the rules are before oh, yes. we start. Especially with some of the ones we use often. Right. <laughs> because I think I know the rules, but if you play by a totally different set of rules, I don't know. You tell me. Right. I can play. I can, I can play, play a different way. Right. Uh, like Uno. Mm-hmm. I, everybody's got different rules. Okay. I mean, everyone plays a different way. So you tell me we'll play that way. I actually even ask clients that I know that I've played Uno with a lot that I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, now remind me, are we stacking twos? What are we doing? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. right. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I love, uh, the spontaneity that being a counselor provides. Um, how many, can you think of times where something just happened in a session that you thought, well, I did not see that coming? Uh, yeah, actually when I was, I mean, just barely licensed by like a month into being fully licensed and I had a client, a couple that I'd been seeing for quite a long time come in and we were talking about like the week and how things have gone mm-hmm. and all of a sudden like mid like the wife was discussing what things she had done and she traveled for work and all these other things and then in the course of her discussing that she tells the husband for the first time in front of me that she's been having an affair and it was like out of the blue you that mm-hmm. was never anything that was on the table that mm-hmm. was not what we were working through in counseling and it was like Oh, okay. <laughs> like, don't even look up. Just mm-hmm. keep staring out the window. Don't, you know, but it was like a very much, I think I learned in that moment that not only like, okay, you never know what you're going to get, but like the ability to be able to shift, like mm-hmm. obviously that mm-hmm. had to be addressed. And that mm-hmm. is not something that they were even, hadn't even discussed in their goals for counseling. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think that's one of those. You, you can always be surprised. But. Yeah. I mean, I, thinking back, I can't, I don't even know what the most shocking thing that's ever happened in a session was, but plenty of surprising things. Mm-hmm. Um, one time a family tried to give me a kitten oh. in a session. In a session, we brought this for you. Yeah, I didn't know the kitten was with them. Right. And hey, do you, we thought of you. Do you want this? No, I don't want a kitten. So sorry. Um, so sweet, but. <laughs> or, um, one time and not it wasn't a scary way at all but Mm -hmm. one time a kid brought um ninja stars Mm. that he really wanted to show okay didn't see that coming right they were sharp you were like these are real ninja stars they're not pretend (laughs) um or just like you said just some of the sometimes some of the things that people say right you're You're just surprised at or you weren't ready for right and i will say even though that session was my first session of like aha totally caught off guard completely was not expecting that i also can look back at it and go man it was such a good session like from that side to go okay so she felt like safe enough to say it he was thankful i was there because he said that he was able to like stop and pause and like think about what he said first i mean it was Mm -hmm. just all sorts of things that really Mm -hmm were positive right but definitely not planned right well and i i mean the greatest moments in counseling i don't think you look back and think i planned that just it right so perfect right yeah. or if or <laughs> if you realize it was spontaneous and it was a moment that you didn't expect or that you couldn't mm-hmm. have planned for or you you could not have orchestrated it to go exactly exactly the right. way that it did right mm-hmm. very good yeah well, thanks today for listening to Supervision with a Vision. Heather and I would love to hear about times when you have embraced spontaneity in your practice.